All right, y'all, this is your boy, Luel Fantroy. Welcome to another episode of Highlighting Hughes, and I got a special guest. Nate is in the building. He's a, I just met this brother right here. He's an artist, um, and I met him. The re How I met him, I'm going to tell you how I met him, how we connected, um, but then I'm going to let Nate explain his, his journey himself because he can do the best at explaining himself. And uh, anyway, I felt the vibe from, from uh, when Nate shared how I met him, he I just finished a, uh, publishing a podcast with Devon, and um, he shared it, and he 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 said, "Man, I listened to it. This is a great episode." And I was like, "Oh, that's dope!" And I looked at his profile, and I checked him out on Instagram. I was like, "Oh, dude is a fellow artist," and he 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 looked at our conversation, he listened to it, so we the vibe of chemistry, I felt the same frequency, same vibe. And I look at his art and the cap, the, the, uh, the picture he captures is photography. And I think he's more than just a photographer. I think he's just an overall creative educated from what I've seen, but I'm excited to get to know more about Nate. This is the first time most of my guests I've known for a while, but this brother right here, I had to get him on and, uh, and connect with them. But, uh, all that to say is that, man, thank you for being here. Um, you told me before the podcast started, it's been a journey. It's been kind of hectic week, but you know what? We here, we here now, and I'm excited to talk about like anything you want to talk about as far as um, your, your journey. But before that, I got some questions. I want people to know um, you from your own mouth, from your own, wow. you know, from your own uh, intellect, your own experience. Um, yeah. who is Nate? Oh, who is Nate? Um, I would definitely say a, a person with a very interesting taste and an interesting palette. So for people that don't know me, I'm Nate. Um, I was born and raised in Malden, Massachusetts, and that's just a city just 10 minutes north of Boston. Uh, photographer, videographer, just multi multi-disciplined creative. I also DJ, um, here and mm. there too. Um, and yeah, that's pretty much uh, the well-rounded base of me. So I just I love all of it. So I think that's a I think that's a good enough synopsis for people. As yeah, we, as, we, as we as we get into it, absolutely. Early on. And you talked about your taste. That's that's that's. Let's talk about. You said you have an interesting taste. You're from Boston, Boston, Mass. I mean, were you from Boston, Massachusetts? It's hard so for me to I, say. I will say for people that don't know, like specifically where Malden is, I I tell people that I'm from Boston, and <laughs> back back home that can ruffle some feathers depending on depending on who I'm talking to. But well, for for people that don't know, we'll go we'll go with Boston because I'm, okay. I'm very familiar with the city. That's dope, and. You say you have a, a specific taste, and like I said, I, I figure you was more than just a photographer. You eclectic, creative, just by just looking at your stuff. And tell me, what made you say you got an interesting taste? Because when people say they got an interesting taste, meaning it's uncommon, it's not typical, it's not predictable. Um, yeah, tell me about that. I would say so. I'm I'm part of this like late late 90s early 2000s era where so i'm i just turned 23 a couple months ago i would definitely say compared to some, most people i know it's definitely unconventional i was i'm like a a huge stan of the neo soul era and what that mm. brought one to music just aesthetically so i would definitely say as far as my inspiration for art i really tap into things like that and i think 
it kind of goes with my art. I think, especially now with things like Instagram and TikTok, like I'm kind of going against the grain as far mm. as my look for art. So it's it's one of those things I take a lot of pride in now. And I have conversations with people, whether it be about music, whether it be about movies or certain things it's it's definitely interesting to have it be things that people haven't sat and enjoyed or people haven't sat and listened to i think those are the those are the things that kind of get people that that gravitate gravitate people towards you yeah. like you look at you look at you look at somebody like kanye or i was actually just listening to um Chappelle's podcast with uh with black star you listen to people like most deaf you you see these creatives that have these specific things that pull people towards them that the the polarization that draws people to them mm. so i think i think i definitely get that with my art and especially one just being black and two being a kid from from the inner city or being close to a city like you can view life differently because of your perspectives i think mm. that's the i think that's the interesting thing so that's how i that's kind of how i like to describe it all and i like that description and i think you articulate that well especially like you saying bringing up the neo soul um late 90s right um it was a huge shift in music in late 90s 98 99 2000 um after the death of biggie and tupac the hip-hop r&b just went a huge transition from old school like it was r&b rough mary j blige all that type of stuff and also gangster hip-hop in the early 90s mid 90s was popping but after the death of tupac and biggie um, Puff Daddy, you know, came in and says, no, nah, we got to make it pop. We got to make pop hip hop and music change, R&B change. And it was a shift, not only in the mindset, but also shift in aesthetics and everything. And you talked about the neo soul aesthetic, which describe that for people, for the people that don't know. Ooh, um, oh, man, it was. And I'm thinking more so like the soul Aquarius crew. So mm -hmm. it was Music Soul Child, The Roots, Common, Erica Badu. I'm trying yeah. to see if I can name them all. Um, D'Angelo. Mm -hmm. I'm probably missing a couple. So it was this collective of artists. Probably, yeah, it's around that like 99 to like 04 era. And they just made this music that just sounds like you're walking into this spiritual home goods store. And you're just, that's how I like to describe yeah. it. But they made this, they made this collection of work through everybody that was, it just sounded so different. It talked about so many different things. And some of those albums, like I listen to today and some are my favorites. Like I listen to Commons B album every, like every week. That's probably my top five favorite albums of all time. Just cause it was, it was so, it was so perfect for the time, but you can listen to it almost 20 years later. And it's mm. everything he talks about is still perfect. It's still, everything makes sense it's one of the it's a it's a complete thought and that's how i view mm. listening to a lot of music can you press start leave your phone or let your record player run and just it's a complete thought i like that i like that that's what makes a classic <laughs> you know what i mean a complete thought not random a complete thought one a beautiful body of work and what i love about the neo soul aka black hippies um um, if you want to call it that, um, I, I love it because it's a it's a it's us uh, getting back to our roots. You know what I mean? To our spiritual, the spirituality part, um, the soulness, the 
the and that's neo soul aesthetics too the time when you know you had destiny's child coming out and they was doing their hair straight and then you had neo soul artists that was doing their hair natural you feel me like so it's a philosophy within that and that translate to art in your artistry that's why i'm glad you described your art and your influence of the, the of neo soul music and, and and movement aesthetics and all that type of stuff and i think we need to reclaim more of that and is in is beautiful but yeah when you talk about a complete thought when it comes to um music and stuff like that like common and stuff and you saying it was good for that time and it's good for this time. That's called timeless classic music and that's soulful music, hip hop. Um, I like that. And you mentioned Kanye West as well. Kanye West is one of my huge, to me, influence because he, he embodies uh, Tupac, who I was very passionate. He was a poet slash actor slash artist. And, and also he didn't get old enough to be a social social activist and do the work he had vision vision to do he was only 25 a foolish 25 year old so he didn't have the time to turn 30 to to regret the stuff he did at 25 all that to say is that i can relate to his emotions dealing with the trauma that he's dealt with that he can't articulate but he channeled that with music and art and poetry um so and then uh, people like Common who speak about issues back in the day when it was unpopular, when Jay-Z was talking about, you know, if I talk about, you know, something, whatever, it won't make sense or something like that. He was basically saying, I could talk about like real true stuff and knowledgeable stuff like Common does, but I'm trying to make money. It don't make me no money. But Common stuck to hit, to what true to him and it's, he still made money. But um. All that to say is that that uniqueness kind of describes you a little bit. Tell me, get into your art, get into oh. your process, get into you, what you love to do. Man, um, so I started photography, man, I was 16, so seven years ago. Uh, yeah, so mm. I, I got my first camera at 16 and shout out to my mother for buying me my first camera because I begged her literally from my 15th birthday till my 16th birthday um about trying to get a camera um just because i had really gotten into multimedia and stuff around that time as well i was taking a multimedia course in high school Mm. um and i want to say after my first year of taking that course i realized like this is something that i wanted to do with my life i love the process of filmmaking and at the time it was being on a set and having to learn about every single job and how important that person's role is in making this one thing. Mm-hmm. Um, so at the time when I was 16, I got my first camera and I pretty much just kind of ran with it, just like would walk around the house and take pictures or take the train into Boston and mm-hmm. literally walk from the beginning of the city to the complete opposite end of the city and then just go home. Um, so those early years were definitely something that helped me get